0: ATWT family. So, as we are wrapping up our author series, I have another amazing podcast interview for you guys. Those of you that are single and ready to mingle, tune in. Also, don't forget to share this podcast with all your friends. And maybe you're not single, maybe you're married, but you want to. Reignite or spark the love between you and your spouse. Tune in. This episode is really going to give you some tips and tricks from Dr. Zohoff. She's a spiritual psychologist. You're really going to enjoy this episode. Don't forget, this is the last week to pre order your restored manual because as we're talking about love, looking for love, finding love, allowing God to put love in your heart, you must first have to love yourself. So do the pre-work, do the pre-work. So then when the time is right, you will be able to manifest. Yes, I said manifest. We're taking back our words. These are our words as a community, as a Christian community, you will be able to manifest the love of your life. This is evidence-based. I did it myself. So go on over to www.TuesdayWithTamika.com, pre-order your manual, your restored manual. This is the last week, y'all. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it. In order for you to get something different, you have to do something different. All right, y'all, let's jump into this podcast. One, two, three. Tuesday. with Tamika. Thank you guys for joining me for yet another episode of our author series. This series has been amazing. Thank you guys for liking, commenting, and sharing. Thank you guys for going over and rating the podcast. You can go over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five star and leave your review. You guys don't realize first of all how grateful I am when you do that. And second of all, how that truly helps the podcast. It helps our ratings. It helps us to get seen in front of more eyes. And I know that you guys are enjoying it. So it's kind of like a good piece of pie. You know, one of my favorite pies is uh, banana cream from Marie Calendars. And if you don't like it, don't ick my while. <laughs> but I love that pie. And whenever I go and get it, I text people. I share with people. Oh, my goodness, how great it is. I I've turned my kids onto it because it's something that I enjoy. It's the same with this type of content. When we find something that we enjoy, it's important for us to not be hoarders, but to share that information. So for those of you that have been sharing, liking, subscribing, rating, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so appreciative. So I wanted us To jump right into this episode, you guys already know, I love to give us something to think about um, as we are listening to the podcast, something that we can kind of chew on or hold in our hand or even a thought that we can have that is going to last with us um, forever or throughout the week or throughout the day, whatever it is. I I think that as a society, we often um, consume information, but then it goes in one ear and out the other. I want for this podcast to be something to change your mindset, to change your life and and ultimately, you know, to help you to reach your desired goals and your desired um, life that you want. So today I want the thought of the day, today's tweetable moment, today's quote that you can hashtag, share and kind of stand on is, If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. Now, I know we've probably heard that before, and it kind of sounds cliche, but I really want us to allow that to soak in. I am one that has lived by that quote. So you guys all know, I don't say that things happen to me, but things happen for me. And that is the way that I change the way that I look at things. Perspective is everything, you guys. And I definitely believe that the guest that I have on today, she is going to challenge our perspective. She is going to challenge the way that we look at things. Now, listen, listen, come on, y'all lean in, lean in, turn your radios up, turn it, turn it up. Those of you that are looking for love and maybe you've been looking in all the wrong places, (laughs) I believe that this podcast is one for you. So go ahead, stop what you're doing, pause the podcast and share it with your friends. Tell them to jump on because I believe that you're going to get some questions answered and I'm not going to spill all the beans. I'm going to allow her to really jump in and share some of the things that she's learned with her expertise. So before we jump into the podcast, you guys already know what it is. We are living a life to inspire and not impress. We are turning our trials into treasures. We are allowing God to fully heal and restore us. And we are Oh, I forgot my fourth one. Y'all know what it is. You guys know what it is? I don't know. I just went blank. Mommy brain. Call it mommy brain those of you that remember what it is tweet me at me (laughs) but I want to jump in to my podcast guest hey sis you have a minute hey sis you got 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 a minute minute?
1: minute? I do I'm here with you
0: oh my goodness first of all can we just take a minute to honor this beautiful sultry voice that you have yes
1: thank you you so much
0: you welcome absolutely gorgeous your voice is so gorgeous so sis i want us just just jump in i want you know beyond the beautiful voice there is so much to you so i would love for you to kind of just share. And I know as I was kind of doing that brief intro, you were probably shaking your head like, yep, yep, this is going to be good. I'm in the right place. (laughs) That's exactly what I was doing. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So I would love for you to introduce yourself. She has one of those big, beautiful names. Um, As you saw the, um, as you're looking at the show notes, you're probably like, how do you pronounce her name? And I believe, It is so important for us to properly pronounce people's names. So I want you to tell the people how to pronounce your name and just give them all the greatness that is you.
1: Well, thank you for that introduction. And I'm really happy to be here with you and your listeners. And before I get started, just so you know, I am a mom and I'm working from home. And so my kids might bust in at any time. (laughs) (laughs) Just leaving that out there just to start. My name is Dr. Zoha Fazel. Um, I am originally from Iran, um, and I was raised in America. I came here when I was in third grade and, um, you know, started my journey in the United States in California. Um, I am actually, uh, my lineage goes back to mystics, in other words, people of spirit, people that work on their spirit. So my grandfather was a great mystic, and that's kind of where my journey all started and then when I obviously through my own personal education decided you know I need to get more educated not just in the mystical and the spiritual sides, but also in the you know the psychology and those kinds of backgrounds. So I actually am a, a doctorate in psychology um, and I do do cl- clinical work with people at times. I mostly work with children at this point. Um, But I do have that background and I decided at this point that it's time to maybe combine the two because I feel like psychology alone doesn't take us there. Spirituality can take us there, but sometimes it's a little difficult for people to really fully grasp it. So Uh that's where I come in and I feel like hopefully with my book, I can guide people to kind of, so that's where my book is kind of a practical spirituality.
0: I absolutely. Absolutely love it. And my mind is going a mile a minute because there's so much that you said. And I know that my my listeners are probably like, okay, Tamika, where are you going with this? Because a lot of times in Christianity, we feel that when, when we hear these words, you know, it's it's scary or people get turned off, like mystic or even spirituality, when I totally believe that we're supposed to have a spiritual relationship with God. And a lot of times religion constricts. I do believe that there's a place for religion. So I definitely want you to kind of go a little bit deeper into that because it, it's your heritage, right? It's 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 where God, I, I just did a, last month, I did a beautiful blossom brunch and the theme was bloom where you're planted. And I feel like that's what you've done. You bloomed where you were planted because this was um, a practice that was given to you through your grandfather and something that you were raised in. So can you go a little bit more in depth? And then I just remembered our fourth cornerstone. It's lift as you climb. So I loved how she talked about her babies being there because as a, as another mother, I'm standing with you, sis, and mm-hmm. we're lifting as we climb. So if the babies come in, let them come in.
1: <laughs> Hopefully they'll, you know, follow directions, but yeah. Um... So let me get back into, you're right, absolutely. When I say spirituality or mysticism or anything like that, people go to like some places where I sometimes get so surprised. And really my meaning is I live in God. In other words, Mm. um, everything that I do, everything that I am, everything that I have, I've been blessed with because of God. I am nothing without him. So I am a true believer in God. And when I say mysticism or spirituality, all that means is practicing that daily. So in other words, praying daily, talking to God daily, um, you know, doing everything that I do with his name first. So yes. that's all that means to me. It doesn't mean like, you know, we're going to do voodoo or anything like that, <laughs> um, you know, nothing negative. Everything that I do is to expand his name. Everything that I do is to lift other people in love because I believe that what God is, is love and whatever religion that you might be in, as long as you're saying his name in my book, you're doing it the right way. So I'm not going to judge people or say that, you know, if you are a Muslim or a Christian or a Jew or whatever you are, that you're, you're not my sister or my brother. To me, we're yeah. all united. We're all the same spirit. His spirit flows through us. He, We are created in his image. So however you pray, however you speak to him, however you shine your light, then that's what you're supposed to be doing. Yes.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for uh, clarifying that. You did it so eloquently. I don't think I would have been able to articulate that as well as you did. I love that. And I love really the, the mission that you have. You know, I often say that as a certified life and relationship coach, and also someone that has worked in the mental health field for well over 14, 15 years, I often say that there has to be this marriage between psychology, be, between um, our theoretical practices, and spirituality, because we are three part, right? You know, we're mind, body and soul. And oftentimes, the religious world or the spiritual world, they neglect the, the um, uh, theoretical and the theories and the, you know, the practices that we do, and then vice versa, right? So when there's that beautiful marriage, I just can only imagine how blessed, truly blessed your clients are to be able to experience that because that's what I tell my clients that I work with. Like, it's going to be a marriage of both. You know, you're going to be able to get both because we are holistic beings. And so often we neglect one or the other and we need to make sure that we're taking care of our mind, body, and soul. What are your thoughts on that? I
1: absolutely 100% agree. I think when I got into psychology and I was working with people, I realized although we have all this data and theory and all these things, people were still missing something. It's almost like they didn't see themselves. And if you don't see yourself and who you truly are and how beautiful you really are and what power you actually have inside of you, and doesn't matter what kind of theory and what kind of technique i give you it's not going to go anywhere and it, and and like you said spirituality it, it scares people it makes them think i'm going to be mm-hmm. talking to them about religion or changing yeah. their religion and so that didn't seem to serve me well either so to me marrying the two absolutely is the way to go at least in my heart only because i feel like i can use the techniques that i've learned in my education And the techniques that I've utilized even for myself through my practice of spirituality. And when I say that, I don't mean I'm going to come and impose those um, practices on other people. But because it's something that I've lived and I know it works, then I have, you know, a little bit more um, passion behind it. And I have more, it's almost like you're evidence-based because you tried it on yourself. instead instead of just something that you read out of a book. Okay. So, and that's why I feel you're right, that I feel like you can't separate the two. It's like, you know, separating skin from the rest of you. So I I do feel Mm -hmm. like that it, it is a marriage of all of those things.
0: Yes. Oh man, that's so good. So I I definitely, I love how you said it's evidence-based and just lived experience and I can only imagine with your book, you've you've taken the same approach. I, I really don't think that there's any other way, right? And except for your lived experience, and've I've done this, I've, I've lived this. That's what I tell my clients. Like they ask me, "How do I know it works?" Because I've mm-hmm. done it. Like if you work it, it's going to work. So I, I want to jump into your writing practices and this beautiful book that you've written. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Like, I know you said, um, even from your grandfather, you begin some of the practices as a very young girl. When did you know, I need to put these things in a book and I'm actually called to also write.
1: It's kind of funny that you say this because I don't really see myself as an author (laughs) or a writer. (laughs) I see myself as a practitioner. So, um, Mm. and really this book is my own journey. And the reason why I finally turned it into a book is because I would find myself telling friends, and it mostly started out with my friends, telling my friends um, you know, the the things that I had done to find, you know, my own soulmate, my husband who I've been married to for 20 years now. And um, wow. and when I say soulmate, people get, you know, or do we only have one or whatever? And those are those are things that are really sidetracking us from the real thing, which is basically. You know, finding the mate that you want to share your life with, I feel like your true soulmate and the person that you're really looking for and the love that you're really searching for is the almighty. And so all of these other people that come into your life are just relationships to get you there. So when I talk Mm -hmm. about soulmate, I I don't want people to focus on the person, but more on the actual journey and um, to get there, to find someone that you can share your life with. But at the end of the day, knowing that we're all on the same path to to finding our true self and our true love, which is the almighty. So um, Mm -hmm. anyway, I would you know, share this information with friends, and they would go out there. And a lot of people have gotten married off of, you know, some of the wow. advice that I've given them. And every single one would say, Man, so high, you need to write this stuff down. I say, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm not really an author. <laughs> and so, remember, wow. I said I got married 20 years ago, and I've been doing this for how many years? So, and now we're talking about this book was created this past year. And um, the reason why it took me so long, I think, again, it was that whole thing of, I'm not really an author, I'm more of a practitioner, I'll mm. tell people as I go. Mm. And then when the pandemic mm. hit, I think something just kind of snapped in me, I think something clicked. And I said, we might not be here tomorrow, but our children will. Be. Yeah. be And so if I need this information, if for no one else for my children, which is why the book is actually dedicated to my children first, but also to all of my friends. So anyone who reads my book, in essence, enters into the circle of my friendship.
0: Mm, so that's so beautiful. You know, one of the the themes for this series of the author um, month series, because April is um, author appreciation month. And one of the things that you said writing it really for one of the, so the theme is the legend, right? Like a lot of us think a legend is, of course, you know, we have these great legends and and songwriters and singers and rock bands and musicians and athletes, but also the the author is a legend because a legend is someone that leaves something behind. So when we leave something like a tangible Something that people can pick up years later, like you have no idea, a hundred years from now, if the Earth is still here, fifty years from now, however many years from now, someone may pick up your book and it may really change their life. So I want to honor you and just really thank you for allowing God to to because I believe um, most authors they they will fully say it's almost like it's a download, like you just go. You go and it, it happens, even though a lot of it is lived experience, there still has to be um, some type of connection from God to uh, help us to get through this process. Because writing is not easy. It is not an easy task. As a four-time author, um, I know that it's, it's not. So would you believe or, or how do you feel about even holding that title of a living legend because of the work that you've given the world?
1: Wow, that seems like a big responsibility. <laughs> and and frankly, I, you know, it's kind of like those things I told my husband, I said, this is like a beat down. God is saying, you will do this, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And so even though I might not see myself as an author, I had like I felt the pull and I felt like I just needed to do this. And I will tell you, this was not an easy task for me from the writing pieces mm-hmm. to getting it published to all the rest of it. And so I didn't know anyone in the world. It just was something that I was just doing. And every time I would hit a wall and I basically go back to God and say, hey, man, you need to <laughs> you need to like <laughs> help me out here because if you do not help me, this isn't happening every time I would put it aside and every time I would say that I'm not going to do it, something would happen. Someone would come along and then I would just continue. And like I said, it was like a marathon a little bit. And so at the mm-hmm. end, it, when I held it, it didn't feel like it was my book, if that makes sense. It felt like mm-hmm. it felt like I wrote this book because he asked me to.
0: So yeah.
1: it's really his words. It's, and I just happen to be the vessel.
0: Yes. Oh, man, that's it, it reminds me to me. Birthing of a, a, a book is very synonymous to birthing mm-hmm. a child. I will never forget when I, you know, you have the baby inside of you for nine months, my oldest child. And I knew I was pregnant. I knew one day I was going to have to push this kid out. But it wasn't until he was here. And I remember when I was at the hospital and there's a meme that goes around and it, it talks about how, what's the biggest surprise you have in, in parenthood. And they're like, that it's like, it's mine. Like I own this kid. Right. And I remember when it was time for us to leave the hospital and me holding him in my, it felt surreal. It felt like, wow, like he's really mine. And, and I, I have to care for him. And now I have to make sure that I'm doing all the things. And that's what this is today. You are doing the things to help your book baby grow, Mm -hmm. right? So jumping on podcasts, promoting it, telling people about it. I feel like we do a lot of authors. We feel like the finished product is just getting it Mm -hmm. done, but actually promoting it. And it sometimes it's not easy because just like with your baby, right? When you're looking at your beautiful baby and sometimes you may feel guilty if, you know, you have friends that have that their babies passed or they didn't, they're unable to conceive. And so sometimes we hide our, but just like with our natural babies, our book babies, it is our responsibility to make sure that they thrive and make sure that they, you know, are able to eventually crawl and walk and run. Because like you said, just like our children don't belong to us, I believe that God gives them to us to kind of watch over in this life. They don't belong to us. Our books don't belong to us. Our gifts don't belong to us. Whatever we have, it truly doesn't belong to us. What are your? I I and I know I'm going way off script, y'all. We have <laughs> scripted questions, but I believe God. This is I just allow God to work on this pot. You guys already know TWT family, so I, I really want to kind of hear your thoughts. No, I absolutely
1: agree. It's kind of funny that you say that. It's like every night, my prayer is, God, these are your children. You know, I'm just their caretaker. Mm-hmm. So guide me, show me what I'm supposed to do for them tonight, tomorrow, and the rest of it. I do not feel like my children belong to me. Yes, they live with me. Yes, I am the one that's going to, you know, raise them, but they do not belong to me. They belong to the world and him. And so whatever is meant yeah. to happen, he will guide me. And that's how I believe the same thing with this book. I felt like he was the one that I just did the work. He told me to write it. I wrote it. He said, write it like this. I did it. <laughs> and then even the pub, even the promotion, like you and I both know, where did I, where did you come from? I don't even know.
0: You right. Know, like,
1: <laughs> so it, I basically left it in his hands. Like I will do the pieces that I comes to my mind. And I will do what I can do, and the rest of it is up to you. so if you want this book promoted, promote it you know so that's yes. kind of how I roll and like if you notice, I talk to God like he's my my friend, he's my you know so yes. you know, and that's what we do we and it's more of a conversation on a minute by minute basis. <laughs> Right.
0: It's so funny. My kids are always like, are you praying again? And I'm like, I, because it, it's, it's con- first of all, the scripture says to, you know, pray without ceasing. So I think people get it confused where they think we got it three times a day. We got to get on the floor and we got to I, And all of that sometimes is necessary, but for me, very much like you, it's like, okay, getting in the mm-hmm. car, protect us, you know, Hey, this person's tripping, help me that I don't knock them out. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's literally like moment by moment, day by day that I'm constantly, you know, in, in communication. And that brings me to, I, I definitely want to get into and, and the community spotlight. But before we do that, I want you to be able to give us a, a synopsis because I know communication is key. And you said something at the top of the podcast about us attracting our soulmate. I want to kind of bring that back around because I have a thought process or a thought, uh, a thought about soulmates and I want to see if yours aligns. I'm pretty sure it'll be closely aligned, but I also believe a lot of times the love that we're looking for, we first have to be it. So it has to be within us. We have to embody it. We have to love ourselves unconditionally and we have to become our own like soulmate. So we have to love I mean everything about us in order for us to attract that person I mean this is this is evidence based <laughs> this is what I did to attract my husband so I don't know what are your thoughts because I want to jump into the juiciness of this book and I also want to order like five copies because I got to give these things away to people because I got some mm-hmm. friends and cousins and family that are looking to be married and they got to get this book in and, their hand. And
1: absolutely, Tamika. That's exactly how it is, you know. And then, like I said, I did this myself. So, yes. And um, so, yes, you got to start with yourself. And when I do work with people, they may come in and they may talk about how I'm trying to find a husband or a girlfriend or whatever and... <laughs> But when we talk, there, there's so many things that they still need to work on for themselves, so many mm-hmm. subconscious programming that they have, meaning like things that are like stuck in their craw that they can't let go of in order to be able to mm-hmm. move forward. My my whole mission really is to get you to love, not necessarily to find you a husband or a girlfriend or a wife or whatever, but to help you to find. Love. In other words, once you understand who you are and where you were birthed from, meaning God's spirit, the love that created you and why you were created, once you understand who you truly are on the inside, Then the rest of it is easy. What are we talking about? When I say attract, people get into this whole thing of, oh, manifesting and attract. They get, again, (laughs) we get back into that whole wording situation that we get caught up in. But when I say, Tamika, where did you come from to come and, you know, promote this book with me, that is attracting. That is God bringing you into my circle. Okay. That is what I mean yeah. when I say attraction. I need the okay. There she is. busted on our car. There's the baby. <babies. laughs> um, so that's what I mean when I say attracting or manifesting. All I'm saying is you're not going to be the one doing it. It's going to be God doing it for right. you or through you, okay? And so um, and that's what it is. But if you are not at a higher energy level, in other words, close to God, you know, your your energy level is low because you do not remember who you are and you do not understand your own mm. value. What's going to end up happening is you're not going to be able to give way for God to bring these things into your life. You're going to be attracting the wrong Mm -hmm. kinds of things, the negative patterns, the negative thoughts, the negative subconscious programming that you've had. And again, when I say subconscious, people freak out. But those are the things that we talk about in sessions that, you know, we are really ninety nine point ninety nine percent empty space. This is proven. You can Google it, which means Mm -hmm. that we are almost one hundred percent energy. Whose energy are we? Mm. Whose energy are we? So if we are energy and everything around us is energy and we are his energy because his spirit runs through us, therefore, is it too much to ask that we can attract things into our lives because we are his energy and we are his spirit? And so just allowing it is what happens to let it guide through you. And in the book, I have like practical advice on how to love yourself and what kind of things you need to focus on. But sometimes people read the book and they're like, okay, this is well and good, but if I could have done this on my own, I would have done it by now. And that's where I come in. Then I can right. guide them through. Because as an outsider looking in, sometimes it's easier to spot where the, again, and Through my practice, you know, um, spotting and okay, wait a minute, this is where they're not seeing. This is their blind spot, and then kind of working you through Mm. that. And once you work through that, you'll see things differently. Sometimes it takes years. Like I had a friend who just recently got married. It took her like a year and a half of of us regularly kind of chatting things out and you know working together. But once she finally got there, Mm -hmm. she realized that she had a lot of preconceived notions about things that were causing her, you know, not to be able to accept the love that she
0: wanted into her life. Oh, that's so good. Uh, The preconceived notions. And I talk to a lot, my clients a lot about the little things, you know, we, a lot of times we think it's these big things like, well, my credit is good. I'm in shape, you know, Mm -hmm. all the external things are the things that we can see and do, but it's, it's those heart issues. It's the things on the inside. It's the fact that you, a lot of times when you're trying to call love in, you're still seeing your father or your mother that wasn't good to you or the old boyfriend when you were 16 or, You know, you have these thoughts and these, these, these little things that keep you stuck in these cycles, you know, oftentimes I I love to use analogy. And oftentimes when we um, go to the, um, you know, put our clothes in the wash, and if there's just a few things that makes that load too heavy, it will not Mm -hmm. cycle all the way through. And then when you go and try to uh, balance it and get it all balanced, it'll be like a sock, right? It'll be, or. It'll be the string to your hoodie or to your robe or something that cause co- something small that causes us to be unbalanced. So I, I definitely, gosh, this is so good. This is some juicy stuff. You are like <laughs> talking my language, girl. Yeah, I love you, it. Same
1: with you. So this conversation might take us a while.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, this is so good. I, I definitely know that conversations like this because it, it just it stimulates me on another level, you know, and I. I, I really hope, listeners, that you guys are writing notes and that you are, you know, definitely taking things down. However, the best thing that you can do is get this book in your hand, book her for a session, you know, get get the, why, you, here's the thing. You've been trying to do it your own, for, on your own for years and years and years, and it seems like you keep running into a brick wall. If there is a manual, if there is a guide that shows you how to do it, and then you even have access to the person, why not take the easier route? Why do all of us feel like we have to take, I love when people say um, the road less traveled and different things like that. And sometimes you have to pave your own road. But I also believe if the road is paid for you, girl, brother, go on that road that's already paved. Stop making your life so hard. So that really pushes us to the community spotlight. It's us, the community. One of the things with Tuesday with Tamika, I don't know why I missed this cornerstone, but our fourth cornerstone or one of our cornerstones is we lift as we climb. I believe it is imperative when we get information, we have a responsibility to share it. So I love to people that are doing great things in our community. And you are definitely one of those in the mental health community, in the spiritual community, you are doing amazing things. So I have a responsibility to pull you up so you can reach as many people as God wants you to. So I want you to take this time to really Go in depth about the book as much as you would like. And then as well, tell the TWT family, the Tuesday with Tamika family, where they can find you. How can they purchase the book? How to follow you on all your social media sites. Girl, this is your opportunity to really just shine. Well, thank you for that
1: opportunity. As before, as I mentioned, like, I don't even know where you came from, but I'm really blessed and thankful (laughs) that you are here. Um, the book is actually a very small, short book. It's easy read. You probably even do it in a day or two. Um, people talk about, can you get it on voice so I can listen to it in a, you know, as I'm driving to work or something? And I'm like, really, it's not that long. And I kept it short and easy <laughs> to read on purpose because I know people are busy and they just don't have the time to sit there and read like, you know, 300 Warren Priest type um, book. Um, so Uh that is, you know, and it is chapter by chapter. It talks about like, you know, how to find yourself, love, true self. What is spirit? What do I mean by relationship of God relationship and those kinds of things? And then it talks about how to let go of certain things. I call it cleaning out your closet. You know, Mm. if you're going to find the right person and you've got all these old things in your closet, we got to let go of some of these things. And at first, when yes. you clean out a closet, you know, it gets chaotic. There's like all these things all over the place. And then little by little, you put back what it is that you want to keep and what it is that you want to let go and how to let go. Um, We Mm. talk about what soulmates are, what kind of different soulmates do we have in our life and parents, as you mentioned, some of our friends that come through our life, some of the old relationships that we have. And what have they taught us each of those things? And instead of holding resentment against some of the things that they've done, learning from them and utilizing them to better ourselves. And then eventually, what does it mean? Like we need to have a plan. You can't just go out there shopping, having no plan. Okay. You have to have a plan. Yeah. What does that look like? How do you create that plan? And then how do you stay to your plan? Because and now when we have a plan, we may adjust as we go along, but planless, you're just going to go out there. Let's say if you're on a diet and you go to the, to the shopping, to the store You might end up with cookies and chips because you didn't have a plan. But if you write a list, then it might be you might Mm -hmm. stick to it a little bit easier. And so, you know, those different things are um said in the book. How do you find the book? It's it's on Amazon, easy to find. So um you just put in the title and my name and it should come up. Um, I have it both in, you know, hard copy. Some people really like the hard copy because then they can take it anywhere. And then I we also have it. Very cheaply, (laughs) because I know sometimes costs, although the book isn't very expensive at all anyway, you can get it on Kindle. Um, How do you find me? From my website, drzoha.com, and everything that you need to know is on there, and you can email me, you can call me, um, and also I'm found on Instagram. Now, my Instagram, you'll notice, is more psychology and things of that nature, because I want people to really know who I am and what kinds of things I capable of, you know, bringing to them. It's not just about relationships on my Instagram, Mm -hmm. because really the relationship that you need to be working on first is you. So if you've got anxiety and depression and all the rest of it, then if that's what you need help on, then that's what you, that's what I've, you know, put out information on. Although I will eventually get, I'm kind of getting around. I've only been on Instagram or any kind of social media for five months. Why? Because I've always felt the way you connect with people is you pick up that phone and you call them or you go to their house and see them. I feel like social media is not necessarily mm-hmm. you know, authentic always. So uh-huh. that's the reason why I've never been on social mm-hmm. media but you know with the book and the promotion and all of that you know of course you need to have a social media presence because not everyone's going to be able to call you and come to your house so um that's when I've gotten on Facebook so Facebook is another way you can find me again Dr. Zoha Fazel Instagram Dr. Zoha Fazel is just my name and my um, website is Dr. Zoha hopefully sometime here soon in the future we'll have youtube as well so then we can include that in there but like i said when you look me up or when you look at my material you might say well where's the soulmate stuff and it's because i've again i'm making the rounds first i'm kind of starting with you and eventually i'll get around to Soulmates and relationships and things of that nature. Being on Instagram only for five months isn't giving me a lot of time to, you know, get into it all. So I'm just kind of making the rounds, just putting out all the information for different people. And then eventually we'll come back around to now that we've dealt with some of the issues that you might have, and it's through videos and things that you might read. Then how do you, how now, how do we navigate love and relationships and soulmates and things of that nature?
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Tuesday with Tamika family. You guys know I'm gonna leave all of her information in the show notes. Please make sure you go out and grab this book. Like I said, I'm grabbing some copies. You guys stay tuned. You guys know I love to do giveaways. Um, of <laughs> course, I'm keeping one for myself because maybe one of my kids needs to pick it up, or maybe there's even more love that I can attract in my house in my home, although. I am happily married and this man Mm -hmm. ain't going nowhere and I'm not going anywhere. Love is abundant. It comes in so many different forms. So I thank you again, Dr. Zohoff. I thank you so much for writing the book. I thank you for saying yes to the call. I I thank you so much for uh, this amazing interview. I feel like there's so much more and, and maybe we do need to have you on for a part two Uh, just really talking about mind, body, and soul and and getting into depths of a couple of things. This is a very big topic. And of course, in 45 minutes, 30 minutes, we can't get it all out. But what we have covered today, I believe those that are going to listen are going to get something and it's going to touch them in a way that if you didn't write this book, they wouldn't have been touched that way. So thank you. So much again for this, for your time. Uh, tell your babies. <laughs> they, they, you okay. they did. They did. Okay. We only, only had one bust in. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, the way I love to kind of wrap things up and, and put a nice bow on it is before I became a podcaster, a four time author, international speaker, and all the amazing things that God has really allowed me to do. He told me that I needed to live a life to inspire and not impress. So I would love for you, I love to ask all my guests, what does that mean to you? And I know a lot of times people are like, it's self-explanatory, but for each person, it may mean something different. So living a life to inspire and not impress. Well, what does the word that mean inspire you,
1: means in spirit. So to me, the word in, to inspire means to live mm-hmm. in spirit. Let my own light shine and my own being, being a model, a role model for others. And, you know, listen, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. But even that, letting that be authentic so other people can see it and just kind of lead by example but also to hold a hand the, the, you know we don't do what we mm. do because we're trying to make money that's part of it okay but really for me right. there's so many different ways you can make money for me it for me it's mm-hmm. to if it allows somebody to wake up to to open their heart to have the love that they want to be the, all that they can be i feel like i've fulfilled my mission You know, we come here. This is a journey. This is a short Mm -hmm. time we're here. It's like going to see the doctor. Mm -hmm. You're standing in the office waiting for the doctor. Okay, so in that waiting room, if I can make a few people happy, calm, understand who they are and just what they're doing, then I've fulfilled my mission on this earth. And I've always felt that I, for whatever Mm. reason, needed to do this. It took me a while. It's been a journey even for myself. But you know what, hopefully from this point forward, and again, it's through me learning and for me to do it on my own, for my own self, because the more I know, the more I can help other people and not just knowing in the brain, but knowing in the heart as well.
0: Oh, beautiful in spirit. So to inspire, to live a life to inspire, you have to live in spirit. You guys already know, I don't care what you believe. If you stumble across my information, my podcast, if you're new to the podcast, I pray that this inspires you. I pray that you go back and you listen to the very first podcast on comparison and you really learn that God has has a special gift for all of us. Me and Dr. Zoloff, we just said yes. We just said yes. And each day, I'm sure she can attest, each day is yes. yes. There are some days that <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't know about today. Right? <laughs> each day we have to continue to say yes and we have to continue to do the work. I thank you again. Tuesday with Tamika family, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Thank you guys for rocking with me. I appreciate you guys. Until next Tuesday, remember to continue to live a life to inspire and not impress, continue to lift as you climb, continue to turn every single trial into treasure and allow God to fully restore you. I love you you. guys. Bye-bye.